Don't lose peace of mind over the safety of your beautiful pool. Introducing CameraEye, the fastest artificial intelligent pool safety system. CameraEye uses artificial intelligence to create a virtual smart fence around your pool to help save lives. Monitor your pool 24-7 from your home or anywhere on your phone. CameraEye detects when someone crosses the AI smart fence through overhead cameras. If there is distress or near-drowning behavior in the pool, alerts and alarms notify you through the Smart Hub, siren, phone, and app within 10 seconds. Affordable and easy to install. Keep a camera eye on your pool for 24-7 peace of mind. To learn more, visit www.cameraeye.ai. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Today, I'm chatting with Gene Willis, Corporate Social Responsibility Manager at the Government Employees Health Association. And we also have Joanna Delaney, daughter of NFL running back Joe Delaney, who some may remember tragically passed away while attempting to rescue three children from drowning in a pond back in 1983. Gene and Joanna are here with us today to speak a bit about the work being done by uh, GEHA and the uh, Hunt Family Foundation, who are jointly supporting the Delaney 37 Foundation with $10,000 in funding to support programs in underserved communities. It's a pleasure to have you both with us today on the show. Thank you so much for the courtesy and for including us. Yes, thank you very much. Glad to be here. It's our pleasure to have you. Hey, Gene, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, your role over at the GEHA? Sure. And again, thank you for the opportunity to tell some of our story here today. I'm Gene. I get the privilege of being the Corporate Social Responsibility Manager at GEHA. We are a health and dental benefits company based out of the Kansas City area where our work focuses on health and dental benefits for federal employees and their families, along with military retirees and their families. We are proud to have more than 2 million members and notably have a member in every zip code in the country. So one of our focuses is how we treat our members and each other. And each other means the general communities in which we live and serve. For us, that is all of those zip codes there. With our work here at GEHA, our philanthropic focus is on health equity. And that is in two very specific key areas. One is racial disparities in healthcare. That ties into the work that we're doing with the Joe Delaney Learn to Swim program presented by GEHA, uh, among many other things there. The second is the unique needs of military members and their families. For both of those, we take pride in going literally upstream in these cases here, where we don't just skim the surface and look at patchwork solutions, but we try to understand some of the systemic issues that create some of the disparities in healthcare today. In this case of what we're talking about right now, it's about aquatic safety and the ability to swim and how historically in America and in many communities, we've had some variations by culture, <clears throat> by race, and by history in how people can access the water. That's what we do here. And again, through this process, we've had the absolute privilege of getting to know jo Joanna Knoll and learning more in depth about her story, the legacy of her father, and bringing some of these things together to honor Joe Delaney, but also make sure that young kids are able to learn to swim and that behavior is modeled and it's safer. And that's something they can take with them wherever they go in life and repeat for generations to come. That's fantastic. Well, you touched base on that for a second. Uh, the Joe Delaney Learn to Swim program. What is that program all about? And uh, how did that first get started? 
Sure. So two summers ago, uh, here in Kansas City, the Kansas City area, again, GEHA is based in Lee Summit, Missouri, a suburb of the Kansas City metropolitan area. Two summers ago in Kansas City, Kansas, um, a young boy drowned. His name was Manuel Knoll. He drowned a teenager uh, in the only pool in Kansas City, Kansas, the only municipal pool in Kansas City, Kansas, which is the fourth largest city in the state. So that young boy drowned through a tragic accident. And we looked at the opportunities here at GEHA and not only just acknowledging that the tragedy in itself, but also looking to understand some of the history behind access to water safety, access to aquatic safety and swimming abilities there. And when we looked and studied this, what we learned was daunting, but what we learned was that we were inspired by our ability to potentially make an impact here. We learned that according to the CDC, drowning is the second highest cause of death for children one ages one to 18. We also learned from USA Swimming that there are distinct racial disparities in the ability to swim, that Black and Hispanic kids, particularly Black kids, have up to a six times as much a chance of drowning than their young white counterparts. That's tragic in itself. But then we also started to look at some of the barriers to entry in that, and some of those generational traumas that us as a company, in order to, to understand healthcare, in, un, in order to make some changes to healthcare, we have to look as a company, and that's what we do at GEHA as an organization, in the whys behind it. And some of those whys are scientific-based. Some of them are emotionally based. Some of them, frankly, are trauma-based. And what we found with the trauma-based side is this. A lot of those things for some communities go back to the history of segregation in, the, in our country. That led to people feeling excluded from certain areas, some of the history for that, and it's tough to talk about in many areas and many times. It focuses on there were times in the 40s and 50s and even the 60s in some areas where people that looked like Joanna and I were not allowed at swimming pools. Or if they if we were, they were a separate pool. Even in some terrible cases, they were we were only allowed, or people of that are black and brown colors only were allowed for the last day of the swimming season before the pool was drained. For context, here in 2023, if you go to any municipality, that is the day where people's pets are allowed to come swim before the pool is drained. I think it's important to acknowledge a lot of what you're saying has been covered in mainstream media, talking about the disparities between availability of public pools and swim programs in underserved communities. So it's definitely something that not just you, but a, a long list of partners that you're working with are getting behind. I'd like you to talk a little bit more about that too. No, happy to, happy to. We're, we're all transition to that is this, is when you look at the trauma of where people have had those poor experiences, and then you have generations that don't swim, you end up having a supply and demand issue. And in many cases, pools aren't built in areas where people don't swim. And then those issues become systemic. Here at GEHA, we decided to look into being a part of the solution as a part of our focus on health equity and philanthropy, but as also a part of our focus on being a good community partner and building a healthier community. So we went back to the pool a year later 
and that pool is only open for Memorial Day to Labor Day. We went back a year later and created a program to where up to 200 children learned to swim and they learned aquatic safety. What we learned was, again, inspiring and daunting. When we learned was also uh, only 38% of those children had never been submerged in water before prior to that experience there. Uh, single digits had ever had any form of swimming lessons before. That being said, what we learned from there, we were really proud of through our partnership with the YMCA of Kansas City and the Unified Government Parks and Rec Department in Kansas City, Kansas. We were able to report that 100% of those kids reported increased ability to swim and aquatic safety. What we found there was this, that kind of work is scalable. And Kansas City, Kansas was not the only community that had that kind of disparity or those kind of numbers. That's when we look to grow this with our partners with the Hunt Family Foundation. Many people know in the Kansas City area, or if you're an NFL fan, that GEHA has the uh, stadium naming rights to the Kansas City Chiefs home field and stadium, GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium. The Hunt Family Foundation is the namesake of the ownership group of the Kansas City Chiefs. So we went to our partners with the Chiefs, and we presented the idea of expanding this program in collaboration with the YMCA of Kansas City and Unified Government of Kansas City, Kansas, but also we knew and were very aware of the history and the sacrifice of Joe Delaney and the tragic passing that he had and the noble passing that he had trying to save three young children from drowning. That's when we connected with the Delaney Noel family and reached out to them as we were preparing to make an announcement to get their support and blessing for to honor their father, their husband, that name and that family in that regard. That's what brings us here to today, where we're not only bringing that to life here in Kansas City from the spring through this fall, we've also expanded this down to Houghton, Louisiana, where Joanna is, and we're, be, we're able to see some incredible impact there. She's able to talk a lot more about that, but we both know and we're both proud of that this isn't transactional. We're looking at barriers to entry. We're looking at access overall, and we're paying attention to how that community is different than Kansas City because ultimately trust is built on a local level, and we know that Joanna's going to know that area far better than anybody else that that's sitting here. It's a great mission that you guys are on, and it's uh, it's something that you know we're quite passionate about here at Pool Magazine is uh, talking about some of the ways that people are trying to create swim programs in their own community to help stem the tide of, uh, of tragic childhood drownings. And uh, Joanna, please, by all means, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you're doing with GEHA? Hi, yes, I'm Joanna Noel. I am the executive director of the Delaney 37 Foundation. So with the help of GEHA and the Hunt Family Foundation, we are able to provide transportation to our youth. We live in a rural community here in Houghton, so there are no pools in Houghton, Louisiana. So we're able to provide transportation. We're able to get the kids to the pool so they can get the basic knowledge of the water safety um, to teach them to swim. We're able to provide swim attire and things that they need also. So we're just trying to help the community in any way we can to prevent any other child losing their father from a drowning. If they learn to swim as a youth, then that, they'll keep that. Just like riding a bike, you'll continue 
to have that knowledge of water safety. So we're just here to prevent and to promote water safety. You've experienced your own tragic loss in your life with your father. I'm sure that that underlying mission of getting kids to learn how to swim is very personal to you. Can you share a little bit about, you know, why you started the Delaney 37 Foundation and, and what it is that you're hoping to achieve? Yes, well, we started the Delaney 37 Foundation, my mom and my sister, just to continue in the legacy of my father. We don't only provide water safety, but we promote leadership development and other things for the youth in the community where there's a need. We feel the need just to keep his memory alive, but to continue to do what he used to do. He used to come back and give back to the community. So that's what it's all about, giving back to the community. Uh, I follow the NFL quite a bit, so I was familiar with your dad. Um, I know he played a couple of seasons and that his career was tragically cut short far too early, uh, first by an injury and then with, with this uh, this tragic incident that happened. Um, with the 40th anniversary of your dad's passing, I mean, what does this mean to you and the, the Delating 37 Foundation? Um, it's an honor that even 40 years later, he still remembered his story is still being told and his legacy is living on. So it, it's an honor to make it to year 40 and for people to still remember his name. Uh, how has that incident impacted, you know, the work that you're doing today in, in your own personal career? It's just about giving back. I've always been a giver. I've always helped any way I can in the community. And so we formed a foundation just to be more uniform, just to be able to reach more people. So it's something that we've always done in the community. We've always given back with school supplies, school uniforms and things. And so we formed the foundation so we could reach a multitude so we can get that knowledge and get that help out there. Sure. I mean, Gene's over in Kansas City and you're down in uh, Louisiana. Tell us about the, the programs that you're putting together down there. Down here, we are reaching the youth in our community, uh, ages four to 17 years old. So we are providing them with the things they need to, to learn the basics, give them the education of water safety. So we're going to give them lessons um, where they'll obtain the basic knowledge to go. So that's what we're doing right now is we're focusing since the pools are open getting the kids there and making sure they're safe. And one thing that's notable about the work that we're doing here, and this is true for the Delaney 37 Foundation and the work that we're doing here in Kansas City is this. We understand that there are disparities when it comes to the ability to learn to swim because of access, because of history, um, because of, of all of those things there. And obviously it's a, simple fears of water in some case. One thing that we don't talk that our communities and society we don't talk about as much when it comes to health equity are barriers to entry. And that's something that both Joanna and I have paid very particular attention to. And let me be clear and uh, more simple with this. It means this. We could simply provide swimming lessons for free in multiple communities. However, if students don't have a swimsuit, if students don't have a towel, if students don't have, if students don't have goggles, they're going to be less apt to show up. And let me speak on a more rudimentary level. If we provide these in a in a historically underserved neighborhood, and if you have a bunch of young boys showing up and they have swim trunks, but a child, a young boy shows up wearing basketball shorts, that kid is going to have a very different experience at that pool amongst his peers and friends than those other students. And frankly, 
we know this too, that kid might be less apt to come back the next day. And then that affects that child's overall health there. So what we've done on both sides for Houghton, Louisiana and the Kansas City communities, we've made sure that every child who is participating in this program, they have access to equipment that prevents them from feeling like they are excluded from a program like this. So if a child needs a swimsuit, they have that. If a child might have received a hand-me-down swimsuit and their body has changed since two years ago when they received that swimsuit, we will have things on stock for that. Uh, Joanna may be able to tell about the packages that they've been receiving down there as too. But this is the work that we're doing. Also here in Kansas City, each of the children receives a towel that talks to that, that notes the partnership, but most notably, the towel has the insignia, the patch on it that the Kansas City Chiefs team wore for the 1983 season to honor Joe Delaney's passing. Joanna, is there anything else you want to add in that regard? Uh, yes, just we have been receiving swimsuits, swim trunks, goggles, um, swim caps. So we are able to provide the youth with everything that they need. When they show up, they could just focus on learning and not worry about what they have on or what they don't have. So we are elated about that. So we thank you for those items. Where's a good place for people to make a donation if they want to contribute? Actually, we have uh, for the Kansas City market here, we have an Amazon wish list uh, that was created by our partners with the YMCA of Kansas City specific to the needs of this program. So if someone was is familiar with Amazon and they want to go and search for those items there, they can go to the Amazon wish list and search for Joe Delaney on there. And it'll say Joe Delaney Learn to Swim program presented by GEHA. For to make a, a donation or support to the Delaney 37 Foundation, Joanna may be able to tell you a few more details on that. Yes, uh, our website, Delaney37foundation.org. They can make a donation there. Well, these are very fundamental and life-saving skills that we need to teach these kids. Joanna, Jean, thanks so much for connecting with us today to discuss what your organization is all about and the incredible work that you guys are doing to help underserved communities. And you guys are clearly answering a call where there's a, a big vacuum, depending on folks such as yourselves, to step up and make a difference. So uh, really enjoyed having you guys on the show and spending the time with you today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for thank you for having us. Thank you for taking note of this important issue. Well, that's all the time we have left for today. Make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Pool Magazine Podcast. Don't lose peace of mind over the safety of your beautiful pool. Introducing CameraEye, the fastest artificial intelligent pool safety system. CameraEye uses artificial intelligence to create a virtual smart fence around your pool to help save lives. Monitor your pool 24-7 from your home or anywhere on your phone. CameraEye detects when someone crosses the AI smart fence through overhead cameras. If there is distress or near-drowning behavior in the pool, alerts and alarms notify you through the smart hub, siren, phone, and app within 10 seconds. Affordable and easy to install. Keep a CameraEye on your pool for 24-7 peace of mind. To learn more, visit www.cameraeye.ai.